Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm joined by John, the great Sheeran of A2Z Sports slash Cincinnati. John. That is live week, yeah. No, I'm good. Thank you for getting the plug down. Of course. Of course. We get five cents here at DNH Sports for finding the great John Sheeran for A2Z Sports. Interesting so use of every click. we. You know, the, is, is that the collective we or is that the, uh, the French we? Yeah, it's the royal we. I yeah. like to show myself some respect, John. That's how mm-hmm. you get places, yeah. But John, there's so much to talk about today, so much. I don't really know where to start. But I want to start with John Irvis Smith, Ooh. who is, he's looking like he's going to be the starting tight end, and we all thought that was realistic, considering his talent, his upside, some injury concerns. But I mean, it's not always that simple, John. I mean, five years ago, you would think a guy they drafted in the second round would be next in line. You know, it's like the draftism. It's like we invested in this guy. You would think there'd be a more complicated process. But now it's just about, hey, who can play? God, it would be scary as hell if Irv Smith wasn't starting because who else aside from him is on the team who plays tight end? It's it's true sample. It's guys that I guarantee you daddy can't name off the top of his head. So... I mean, if they don't have Irv Smith and he doesn't play well and he doesn't start, they they need to, to trade for someone. Like I guess at at that point, like he he was brought in to play significant snaps, and that's exciting because so far in training camp or not even training camp, so far in OTAs, he looks good. Like he's running up the seams, he's making good, he's making difficult catches, albeit against air. But his whole thing is that he gets injured, and that's been the story of his career up to this point. So. If he has his first healthy season, he could easily have his best season of his career. If he doesn't stay healthy, you have Drew Sample again, and that's just 2020 all over again. Let's talk about his injuries, John. What you know, sometimes it's bad luck, sometimes it's early. Some players have a lot of injuries early in their careers or even in college. Tight ends specifically. They, yeah, well, tight ends, I mean, that is the most vulnerable position, right? I mean, they're so big and tall, and you have these little guys running around, punching their knees. But what, 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 what is your evaluation? What is your prediction for his health? I mean, we have a clear example, like a precedent here with Tyler Eifert, who, I mean, second or third year in the league was dealing with like a bad elbow injury. You know, it just banged up his entire career. Like he eventually got the label of being made of glass. And Irv Smith tore his meniscus in 2021. And then, so he missed the entire season because that happened in August. And then last year, he missed the second half of the season with a bad ankle injury. Enough to the, and it got to the point where the Vikings are saying, hey, this guy's got six months left on this deal. We need an answer at tight end. Let's go out and get TJ Hawkinson. And Hawkinson has the best half year of his career. 
and Irv Smith basically loses his job because of injuries. So the whole reason that the Bengals were able to get him to cheap is because he just got hurt too often in Minnesota. And when he wasn't hurt, like 2020 was the last full season that he had, and he was decently productive. He was still only 22 years old, and you know he was still like a young player, but he was decently productive. And that production in the Bengals' offense is basically the same as what C.J. Uzama was, as what Hayden Hurst was this past year, but they're expecting more out of that because he's by far their best, the best athletic, most athletic tight end that they've had in quite some time, probably since Tyler Eifert, so you can do more things with him, but his injury history has been kind of sporadic because it hasn't been like consistent, like soft you know, tissue things, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I would say, John, that's, the, that's probably the issue with his injuries, and that's why I'm hopeful about his career in Cincinnati is, is Minnesota is very cold. And when places are very cold, your, your body, your, your ligaments, everything gets harder and it cracks easier. So I would imagine the meniscus thing, I would think that is a, a freak injury. And I think in Cincinnati, it's not the warmest place, but it's warmer than Minnesota. I think it'd be fine. Perhaps. I mean, the Bengals have had history with meniscus, meniscus injuries. Andrew Billings suffered one before his rookie season even began, and then he came back less than a year later, had a really good second, third season. So it's definitely not a, a career-ending injury by any means, but it was part of the equation as to why he was available as a free agent, why he was cheap in the first place. But there's there are incentives in Irv Smith's contract. If he has the best year of his career by far, he'll get paid a lot more, and he'll probably get paid on the open market next year. Yeah. And I just want to say to the, to the listeners, if you're hearing that John Sheeran is a trooper and he's showing up despite very, very irritating throat injury, you know, a lot of throat problems. I just want to say to the fans out there, like Rowdy Everypoint, who, who such a great supporter of the show, John, John is, is here because he loves you. That, that is my understanding of John. He loves you guys. Okay, John, I want to talk about the secondary, okay? Because Jordan Battle, when we drafted him, some people, I won't name names, they were like, hey, we drafted like seven or eight safeties. What's going on here? We just got, you know, Dax Hill. We got all these guys. We just picked up Nick Scotts. You know, we have some bigger holes. Why are we getting Jordan Battle? And guess what? Right now, he's a starter. He's a starting in training camp. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he's fitting in for Nick Scott. Dax Hill is the other safety. And Nick Scott's saying really good things about him. He's, he's still, of course... He's still nursing that right shoulder injury, but he's saying, look, this guy battle, he understands the playbook already. He's picking up concepts already. And, and, and also, battle understands Lou Anarumo. He's like, this guy doesn't want us to give up any yards ever. And I really like that strategy. I like that they are seeing eye to eye on that. It seems like he's setting them up for failure, though. Like, if the goal is zero yards... Is that even possible? Like, at that point, would he, wouldn't he just be considered a bust? I don't know. Well, John, I mean, I, I feel like if you look at the progress we've made over the, the last two years, I don't think that's out of the question. Look what they did to Josh Allen in the playoffs. Who thought they could do that in Buffalo? It's amazing. They embarrassed him so much, now he's on a video game cover, you know? You know, I wanted to talk about that, John, because I, I, it's funny how excited Josh Allen was about that. And really, in, in, in history, John, how many people have we had on the cover of Madden not to regret it? Maybe Patrick Mahomes? 
right? I mean, yeah, how many people? I would, I would say Patrick Mahomes has not regretted it. He's been on it twice. Same number of rings he has. Yeah. Well, you don't have to be so happy about it, John. You sound really happy. He, he looks that. very happy on the cover. I'm just trying to match the excitement. Yeah, I'm, I'm not excited. I think, I, think, I think Josh Allen is a great dude. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, he's an exciting player. Yeah, that's it. Well, good for him. The Bengals, though, he can but. he can have the Madden cover. He can have that. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has much bigger things planned. And by the way, did did you know that he is also a home run hitter, John? That was the that was the sound of Joe Burrow. A two-handed swing, too. That's actually very impressive. For very someone impressive. who supposedly doesn't swing a baseball bat. Yeah. So that's Joe Burrow for you. Just going out there and getting it done. He doesn't he need to He did that glamour. three more times, I think. Yeah. Amazing. 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 But let's get back to the secondary, John. Because, look, Dax Hill, he, he's been looking good in camp. Here you see him following Joe Mixon down the sideline. Very impressive. Jordan Battle, very impressive so far. But I'm going to say, John, I still think that the secondary is our biggest question mark. I'm, I might even say it's our biggest weakness. That's a take. That's a take for sure. I, I would like to hear your explanation. Is it because of the snaps lost? Because I understand that. Is it because what? The snaps that were lost from, you know, Bates. Yeah, yeah. Well, not just the snaps. I mean, look, Jesse Bates is a premier safety. I don't care what anybody says. Very talented safety. Von Bell adds a lot in terms, of, in terms of his approach to the game. A lot. So that combination is a beautiful combination. And, well, I will say, look, Chidobe being back is huge. And Cam Taylor-Britt being in the second year, and oh, by the way, being fully invested in the Bengals, putting them on his back, literally, he put the Bengals logo on his back. He tattooed it. John, I don't know if that's going to help him in contract negotiations, but it really has endeared him to this fan base. This guy is committed. And unfortunately, didn't help Mohamed Sanu, who has, I think, the greatest Bengals tattoo of all time. But he, you know, left for the Falcons. Great guy, great guy, by the way. You should donate to his foundation because he's helping out uh, kids in yeah. his home with Sierra Leone. But going back to the secondary point, I, yeah. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a weakness. Yeah. I don't think it's a weakness at all. That's not Mohamed Sanu's foundation, by the way. I don't think it's a weakness, though, because I saw plenty of times last year, first of all, any unit that makes Eli Apple out to be a decent starter deserves some level of benefit of the doubt here. Like as long as there's a, a solid base of talent with Luna Rumo, specifically in the secondary, you will get solid production out of there. I, I think communication is probably the biggest question mark here because you have years of starting experience lost with Jesse Bates, with Von Bell, both playing together. The fact that you have two new safeties back there it is probably going to take some time for both of them to get acclimated with, with each other. And I think the whole, is Jordan Battle going to play? Is he not going to play? Is he going to rotate? Is he going to start? There are questions there that we don't know that only the coaches know. We don't know if that dynamic is going to change things, if it's going to make it easier, if it's going to make it harder. But I think from a talent perspective, there's so much speed. There's so much raw ability with Dax Hill, with Cam Taylor-Britt, with DJ Turner, with Ch with a healthy Chidabe Wuzier. And Nick Scott is also, he's no slouch when it comes to speed and, and quickness and acceleration. He can cover all levels of the field. There's yeah. definitely enough talent here where it's like, I'm, I'm not questioning 
if well, they're going to be able to get it done, especially with Lunar and as a defense coordinator. I agree with everything you said. There's a lot of talents. Lou is amazing. And he pulled a rabbit out of his hat. But, John, Eli Apple is still not signed. Which And he we love be. Eli Apple on the show. Right? What's that? He won't be. I don't think so. Wow. Not by them. No, no, no. I know. But what I'm saying is that shows that they were maximizing the talents, right? And I, I'm saying that the Bengals roster is pretty good overall. So that's my issue is it's hard to find a weakness on the roster. And the, the, the default is to say where you lack experience, where you had the most you know, turnover. What, what would you say is the biggest weakness then? I'm going to stay on defense because, I mean, obviously the offensive line is a question until it isn't. But I think like depth at offensive line is already pretty bad across the NFL. But like their starting offensive line right now on paper looks pretty decent. Who Defensive, is it? Who's who's the right tackle? I mean, it's going to be Jonah Williams if he's healthy. Like I don't I don't think Leo Collins is going to come back healthy enough, and I don't think Jackson Carmen is going to beat out Jonah Williams in a well, straight competition. Sorry to interrupt, but I don't get Jonah Williams. What is he doing? Why isn't he playing? Is he is still so upset about being moved he's, to the other he, side? He's yeah. still recovering from. He, he dislocated two knees, man. Like that takes time. He's still recovering. Yeah. Oh, okay. He'll be back. Because I was Anyways. just going to say, yeah. I was just going to say, say, I mean, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, look right now, look at me and John. Like, is that so offensive? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, look, now I'm the left tackle. John's the right tackle. Now John's the left tackle. I'm the right tackle. I, I don't, I don't did, get did it. Jonah, did Jonah Williams get traded? Did he get traded? No, but you'd like to see him out there cheering his guys on. Like, hey, we're going to do this thing. Very much like what Jesse Bates did last year. Okay, let let us, John, continue. You were saying yeah. offensive line. Yeah, Yeah. okay, okay. Offensive line, I don't think is the biggest issue right now. I think it's I think it's defensive tackle and maybe just defensive line depth, which is kind of surprising because there's a lot of bodies there, but they were 29th in the league last year in sacks, and a lot of that was because you had Trey Hendrickson probably playing too much. Sam Hubbard has never really been that premier edge rusher in terms of like being a pass rusher. But you're expecting like a leap out of Joseph Asai, and you're expecting something out of Miles Murphy. I'm I'm focusing specifically on defensive tackle because they basically did nothing to enhance that position room this year. DJ Reader is a year older, and even even if that's the case, he's still a really good player. Still, the, 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 there's more wear and tear on his knees. Obviously, so vital in his game when so much of it's predicated on explosion and leverage. His backup. Like, is, is it Josh Tupo? Is it J. Tufele? Both guys are decent as rotational guys, but you would never want either of them starting. So in a, in a world where DJ Reader misses more time, you have just a massive hole, I think, at nose tackle and a massive hole at three technique right now. You're banking so much on Zach Carter making a second-year leap, which may or may not be the case. It, it, like, it may happen. He's a third-round pick, and he spent the entire last year, you know, transitioning to a full-time defensive tackle role. But I don't love the depth of defensive tackle. And I think it was such a huge issue in the early days of Luna Rumo's defense when you had guys like, you know, Christian Covington and Marcus Hunt playing significant snaps. It was such a massive hole in the scheme that he wanted to trot out. So if an injury occurs at defensive tackle around the league, like there's a lot better depth inside compared to what the Bengals have. So you're right. Like this team is pretty stacked from top to bottom. But if, if, if there's one area where I feel like they don't stack up compared to, to the rest of the NFL in terms of depth, it's probably a defensive tackle for me. I can see that. I can see that. You're going with the depth. That makes sense. But it is a relief. Let's be clear. It's a relief to both of us to not have to talk about the offensive line. And let me just say, 
I saw something, John. I saw something. Let me just put it up here for you. I saw something on the internet about Orlando Brown. There's a tweet about Orlando Brown that went viral, insulting him, asking if he was going to be at the White House. He was not at the White House, and he said, I want to be here that extra day helping the team, learning with the team. He didn't go to the White House. I don't think it was necessarily a political statement. I don't think he's saying, trying to show who he's supporting in 2024 or anything about his politics. I this really was not a believe. viral tweet. You found this tweet. You searched this tweet. This is eight likes and 300 views. Eight likes is a lot more than I get on my tweets, John. That's true. That is viral by my standards. But John, look, they're insulting the man. Is fatty Orlando Brown at the White House? What do you want your offensive, line to, uh, offensive lineman to look like? You want him to be svelte? I mean, I don't get it. And then they say, look, what did they say? Saw the tail and didn't let him in. And then they say probably over exceeded the weight limit. And then and I said, don't, I don't think so. And they say, good. How, how, what? John, imagine a, a Bengals player. Imagine the Bengals fans talking about Jesse Bates. Or talking, that's impossible that they would insult it. And they won a Super Bowl with this guy. And he had the game of his life in the Super Bowl. What is wrong with these people? And, and I really hope, yeah, go ahead. You're arguing with a guy whose name is Toast. His whole life's <laughs> mission is to get burnt. Like, I don't John, know. I'm not, John, I'm not arguing. I'm, this is the internet. the internet. You're clearly disagreeing with him, so. Yeah. John, I just want to say this. I hope that, I know you're friends with Orlando Brown. You had him on your show. And great guy. Great guy. His dad was a great guy. And he, I hope he doesn't watch this show. And I hope he doesn't see this because I'm really worried, John. I'm worried that it's going to harm his relationship with his former Chiefs teammates. And it's going to affect his play the next time they play. And he could do some things to the Chiefs. And I, I, I really hope this, this, this doesn't reach him, that they are insulting him like this. Yeah. That would be terrible. It'd be, a, be awful if Orlando Brown had any animosity towards the team he used to play, the team that he's going to play against at least two, two times this year. That'd be, yeah. that'd be very bad. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, John, I feel like we covered everything. And that's, that was a lot. There was a lot to cover. Any final thoughts for you? I'll just say this, man. Like, as someone who works with someone who has very long hair, very long and unkept hair, I really feel like Joe Burrow needs to work on his, his hairstyle a little bit. Like, it's just, it's, it's getting way too messy when it's this length. Like, he doesn't always have it in a, in a headband. I feel like it, it needs to look a little bit more presentable because when you spend your life with just this long, unkept hairstyle and you're on camera, you know, every single week, and you're, you're trying to be an authoritative figure, it just doesn't come off very serious. You know what I mean, Daddy? Yes, I do, but I, I, I do. It's just, it's just interesting coming from you because you've never observed the dress code on this show, which mm -hmm. is a suit and a tie. Well, it's I'm not really alone there. I don't, I don't think Hoji has ever heard of what a Nobody's suit is. Nobody's ever observed the dress code. But mm -hmm. I, I am with you. It's important. It's important to be presentable. Yes. And it's also important to support the show. And you can do that on patreon.com slash dhsports. Obviously, you can support John's work on the a to z sports.com slash Cincinnati website over here. And you can see we have, look, we have all these people treating us patronizingly there. You got to get together, bandana, bandana Niloy, Ricky Stoll, the, 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 the usual suspects 
the great people of the show. And last show, we had a lot of people supporting us in the super chat, Rowdy Every Points. So that is another option, John, in case you were wondering. It's a great option, actually. Yeah. And we were missing Bridget and Dr. Hoji. Dr. Hoji will be gone for a very long time. But Bridget should be back, I believe, next week. And with that, John... Don't forget to subscribe, turn on notifications. Leave a comment. Tell us what you think is the biggest weakness of this Bengals team. And check out John's article. If there is one. If there is one. Good. I like that. I like that. That is their weakness. They're, they're up against themselves. Too perfect. Getting in their own heads. No. This is going to be the year. We all know this is going to be the year the Bengals finally pull it off and win that championship. We will see you next time. So long. Sweetie. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.